Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You are now listening to Halos in the Infield, an Angels baseball exclusive podcast. Hey, 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 welcome into the Halos in the Infield podcast with your host, Todd Fox, live from the tailgate. Yay! Along with... Yay! There you go. Lando. Fernando Mendez. There you go. And uh, who's this handsome guy right in the middle? <laughs> hey, we got a live studio audience. This is pretty awesome out here for the Angels take on the Strohs. Let's go. Angels can, a, Angels can use a win tonight. We're yeah, absolutely. We're going to make that happen. we got to score some runs, yeah. right? So this is Trent Rush. He, he didn't want to be, you know, you know, out there too much. He didn't want to mention his own name. <laughs> yeah, he but, can steal the show. Yeah, he can he, absolutely he steal we the show. We can just back up. Back up. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just hanging out. I'm just a guest right. with you guys. Hey, we appreciate it. Appreciate it coming on. Uh, big series here with the Astros. Uh, last night, good pitch game. One mistake gets you, but the uh, the offense, we're, we're hoping the hitting can get it together. They've, they've had so many problems this year, and we're hoping that for big things, uh, you know, as we finish up the season, try to get strong, go young. What are your opinions on this team so far? I, I like I like the fight with this team. That's what I keep telling people. Like like even last night, Cranky Cranky pitched the gym last night, but the Angels still found a way. Like Shohei gets the RBI, he gets second and third for Fletcher. Like in a game when the when the Angels were unable to do really anything at the plate the whole night, in the eighth inning they still had a chance. I think about a game a couple nights ago against the Toronto Blue Jays where they had nothing going, and then the seventh inning of that game, we're able to put something together. They didn't result in wins, but this team's got fight, and you cannot discredit that, especially with all the injuries the Angels are dealing with. The pitching's getting better, and we're seeing guys that are, are being put in roles that they shouldn't be in, still able to fight, compete, and get, you know, they're, they're getting the job done. The fact that they're this close to 500 right now, I think is actually a pretty good sign about this Angels group. 500 again, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 23 times this year? Yeah, yeah oh, we're just going to keep on going. That's why I keep telling them we're going to win today, because we got to get right you back know. to that 500 number. <laughs> it's pretty amazing to, to see the, what, they're there with that many injuries, the problems. But like you said, the pitching has been really encouraging. You know, this, this has been a youth movement, you know, and, and where everyone was screaming, oh, we got to get a free agent, we got to get a free agent. We may not need a full-on $300 million guy next year, because you got Otani right there, but you do need like someone in front of him. But the back end of the rotation, that looks great. Sandoval, Suarez, and the future, you know, you got Packy, you got Rodriguez. What are your I mean, and then like, like Maria's another guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, like he doesn't, like look at his stuff. It's not anything special. It's not gonna overwhelm you. But man, this guy is a competitor. This guy finds ways to win. Remember, he won 10 games in 2018. He's yep. done it before. I, I like Jaime Maria. There's a lot of guys I like on the set. I'm going to read Detmers. I know he hasn't oh, yeah. put up great big league numbers yet, but he's done little things well. Yeah. 
he, and he, he's hitting certain milestones that's being asked of him. So I'm encouraged by that, no question. Yeah, he got thrown into the fire though right away. Oakland oh. and the Dodgers. Uh, it's not getting any better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> than the Astros? I mean, yeah. like, like, can you think of a tougher start to your major league career? I hey, man, who else can say that? Who else is going to think, you know, we're going to think in 15 years, hey, this guy got started against truly the best. I mean, as much as we hate the Astros, they're one of the better teams. So when you can... If you can have success against them, you can truly have success against anybody. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're seeing them face really good lineups. I mean, the Angels are in a stretch right now playing a lot of really tough teams, and, and, they're, and they're continuing to battle. I think Detmers projects pretty high. I think that he can be a mid-rotation guy. Maybe he ends up being a, a front-of-the-rotation kind of guy. I think I think Detmers is special, and I'm excited to see more of him. Absolutely. Okay. Completely agree. No, no. Oh, well, it's, I think his fastball location. If he can, if he can work on his fastball location, because right away his curveball is breaking stuff. Is nailing it. The first, the first time I saw Hell's Rainbow in person, <laughs> I'm looking at it going. I haven't seen a pitch like that since Shohei Splitter. I'm, I'm not kidding. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, just, just eye test, right? And I'm not looking at. You know, I look at the metrics later. But when the game's happening, I like to just watch the game in front of me. And you're seeing this, and it just blows you away. It pumps you up. I mean, yeah. I, that that one pitch, and he, you know, he hasn't. His changeup is pretty good. He doesn't even throw it that much. I, mean, I like his changeup. You know, the curveball is a special one. And he throws that slider for outs. And uh, Reed Detmers, he's got a bright future. Really he bright sure future. does. He sure does. He's, he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. I mean, how long has it been? I mean, you've been a lifelong, yeah. lifelong, Angel lifelong fan, Angels fan. Yeah. So, so you of all people also know when was the last time we've had this much promising young pitching? Normally, that's you know that's the argument. We don't have any yeah. pitching. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, Weaver. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Weaver's last. But like. It's not even just one guy. It's a group. And the fact that the Angels drafted 20 pitchers this year, (laughs) 20 for 20, and even the trade deadline moves. Like, like like I I know Andrew Heaney was a big part of Angels baseball for a long time, but you got two prospects in return for him. You know, trading Watson to San Francisco. You got three minor league pitchers back for him, and and one of those guys is a prospect as well. So you just kind of look at it, and you're thinking, well, you know, you bring in five pitchers at the deadline. I, I, I just talked. For two rentals. For, correct. For guys on expiring deals. I was talking with uh, Perry Manassi just the other day. I uh, talked to Joey Pabrinsky, our farm director, just this morning. And the kind of stuff that you talk about, they want to be an organization known for pitching. That's yeah. the priority. That's what these guys are looking to do. You got the bats. You got Shoei. When Trout's LD, you got Trout. Rendon. You got that. If this can be a great pitching organization, sky's the limit. I agree because we've we've always talked about me and Fernando. Like you can pretty much fill the gaps and the holes with any other position player, especially outfield. Some infield positions. I know third base is kind of hard sometimes. Sometimes short stuff. But mainly like catcher would be like your hardest position to fill yep. if you really needed a catcher. But for the most part, like you're talking about building a team like the Atlanta Braves, where he came from, yep. and making a pure pitching. You know, make this the strength instead of a weakness. I'm all for the bet for that because just like in football, defense wins championships, pitching wins World Series. I mean, it, it, it's pitching, and then it's up the middle. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I think I think that's how you do it. And you got each one Trout's your center fielder. Yeah. Um, and, and you got David Fletcher over at second base. Mm-hmm. You bring it like that's a like like Jose Iglesias. I think has done an admirable job this year. He's got a bat. I know he's made more, way more errors than anybody thought he would, but he does have the ability to make a spectacular play. Oh yeah. I think you feel good up the middle. I think Stas has become. Um, I don't know, maybe top five catcher? Yeah, sure, we could say yeah. that. Uh, definitely top ten, arguably top five catcher. That's you won't get left out of the goals because say that. No, no, no question. Do you no think question. he doesn't? 
he, he, he needs more uh, at bats. You think he's not getting enough at bats? Uh, I would, I, no, I, I think it's, I think what we're seeing with Stas is real, and it's so hard to figure like the defensive demand that's being asked of these guys, and and what and what goes on behind the scenes on that front. It's not just about like what you see on the field. It's about the game plan. It's about getting ready for execution. Um, you know, pitch selection, all those things. That's all important. Stas is really good. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, it, and I know uh, Suzuki. Suzuki brings a lot in the clubhouse. He brings a lot for pitch selection. He's helping a lot of these young pitchers mature too. Especially so, with Otani too. I know they're like good friends, right? They roommates. Yeah, and, and Otani's had success with Suzuki and with Stats. So yeah. it's like yeah. that guy, you, you can almost put anybody behind the plate. <laughs> that guy is unbelievable. Are we saying we can put you behind the ball? <laughs> <laughs> no, because so, you need someone that at least has the ability to catch the ball. Okay. Okay. Uh, Otani throws one fastball, my hand's broken. Oh, okay. And that's it for me. Yeah, yeah no he's way. gonna gonna he's gonna hit the 101 again. Right. Just to take out your hand. Yeah. Join the list of other <laughs> Injured angels. A broken. Sh- <laughs> I, I get a. I get a broken shin with this splitter. Oh, wow. I'd be yeah. toast. <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit real quick about today's matchup. So you already alluded to Jaime Maria and the success he's had. He's two and zero with the four point two one ERA. And then Luis Garcia, who's going for the Asterix, eight and six with three point two nine ERA. There you go. Hey, good pitching matchup. Hey, Gar- Garcia. Garcia's talented. I know that that's somebody the Astros are excited about. Hey, I've been trying to get him on my fantasy team. He's a tough guy to get. I mean, he, he's put up good numbers this year for sure. Yeah. Um, I like the way Berea competes. I really do. And, and his, his pitch selection is going to be really important. Um, the Astros aren't at full strength right now. Uh, you hope that you get some of that. You know, Bregman's not in the lineup tonight. Uh, so, and then I, Darn. And, and tu- Tucker, <laughs> Tucker's not in the lineup tonight. It's a grand slam last yeah. night. So, uh, there's a couple guys in there. The, the Angels should have a chance. And it's fresh to see Jaime actually, you know, because there's been like three years of promise, you know, him coming up and down. It seemed like he was never really up here long enough to really make it a real good impression on the Angels. But it seems like he's turned the corner. He's more confident now. Sort of like Suarez, too. They yeah. came into their own. Yeah. So, like, Berea's a little bit different because I don't think he's got, like, the super elite stuff. Yeah. Uh, but he has that comp- – he's got that competitive edge. And he, he's a real pitcher. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, so, I've always felt that about Jaime and Berea. I mean, it was, it was, he was in the at-bat with Brandon Bell. What was, like, the 29 pitch at-bat? Yeah. Or 2019, like, correct? Yeah, 2019. That was, like, ridiculous, that at-bat. Yeah. And, and that said a lot about him, just the way he just battled. He's getting his best stuff fouled off. And he just keeps going right back at him. Suarez, on the other hand – He's got the real elite stuff, yeah. and he's just now learning how to yep. be a pitcher. Yep. Yep. So that's why, I mean, I'm really high on Suarez. I know the Angels, as an organization, have talked about Suarez for a long time and his potential. You're seeing the reasons why this season. He was an international signing, correct? Okay, well, good. I'm glad that he's finally starting to pan out because he's another one of those guys just like Jaime where we're like, well, one day, one day, one day. Yeah. Same with Sandoval. And we're finally to yeah. that one day. We're finally starting to see those guys. So let's talk a little bit about the lineup. So uh, for the Astros, Jose Altuve, batting second, Michael Brantley, batting third, Carlos Correa, fourth, Jordan Alvarez, fifth, um, Almighty's Diaz, I say that right? Sixth, Yuli Gurriel, seventh, Chase McCormick, eighth, Jason Castro, our old friend, and ninth, Jake Mayers. All right, uh, so the Astros, obviously a very good lineup, very dangerous lineup. Not as dangerous today, as you had mentioned, as it possibly could be. Hey, they, they lead the American League in batting average. They're scoring the most runs in the American League. You go, you like, you look at the numbers. You look at Toronto and Houston back to back. Those are the two best offenses in the American League. You can argue in baseball um, just by the numbers. So that's you know, when you look at milestones for our Angel pitchers, like it's not necessarily. I'm not just looking at like 
the pure numbers. You want to see how they compete against the best teams. And that's why I'm encouraged by this. Like, I, like Detmers, we talked about a moment ago. I know his numbers haven't been great this year, but he's been put in really tough situations. There's going to be growing pains, but you're seeing him accomplish little milestones as well, and that's important. And, and Berea will have some of those same things tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. And, oh, go ahead. No. Oh, and then for the Angels, like their record, when they score four or more runs, yep. it's phenomenal. Yep. And, and, and it's fortunately, they haven't been able to do that, and they've been handicapped a lot. Um, going into the season, we all expected the hitting to be not an issue. Next season, you know, depending on what happens in free agency with the pitching, do you see this team competing and, and sticking up there with Houston? Because I think we all know Oakland's going to do Oakland things. Yeah, they but in a way. Yeah, it doesn't matter who they plug in. Right. Uh, every but, time. Yeah, but but Houston, do you think they're going to fall back to the pack a little bit? I, I do a little bit. And speaking of Houston, all the credit in the world to Bob Nolan. That guy, that guy is one of the best managers in all of baseball. I think the important thing for the Angels is to realize this. You have all these veteran star offensive players that are in, are in this box here and this box of young pitching that's rising. You want to be able to keep these guys from getting past their prime while these guys can kind of inch up and have that overlap. Yeah, yeah. If you can have that overlap, you have a real championship window. And I, I, I mean this when I say it. There are championship bones in this organization. I agree. you got to get that to align. It's rare that it can happen, but there's a chance that with this Angels group, there's, there's a possibility of that, and that's got me excited. Absolutely, because the rotation right now, it's Otani at 27 and everyone below that. You know, yeah, they're all young. All, all, under, all yeah. 25 are younger. Yeah. I think that if there was a way to bring in one more front-end veteran, when I say front-end, I'm not necessarily saying ace, I'm saying one or two. Yeah. You bring in somebody like that with all these young guys, hey, I mean, Joe was talking about this the other day. Uh, actually, it was Perry who was talking about it. Remember the 2002 rotation? That oh, yeah. wasn't that wasn't like a super yeah. dominant rotation. No. You weren't going to get blown away. No, but, but those guys were, were highly competitive. They were very good pitchers, and they delivered in key moments. I think that this kind of group is very similar to what maybe that 2002 rotation was. Absolutely, and I think I think what was different with that team too is that you get to the sixth inning, it's over. Like yeah. sounds like Kansas yeah. City. Um, and that, that one year they went to the World Series. I think the Angels have that potential with guys like Austin Warren coming up, youngsters, yeah. that just are flamethrowers. And if we can get Iglesias to resign, hopefully you can put in a good word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Trust me, hey, I'm, I'm, I was a huge Iglesias fan in Cincinnati. When the Angels signed him, I was really pumped up. This guy has exceeded my expectations. And I think he might be one of the most underrated players in all of baseball. Absolutely. And I think that unless you watch the Angels every night, you might not truly appreciate his value. We've seen him time and again go four, five, six outs for saves. His ERA, you look at it, oh, what's it, three and change? And you're like, okay, yeah, there's a lot of you know closers that have numbers like that. The save numbers are very good, but it's not like he's got 40 saves right now. Um, he is somebody that, like, when you watch the Angels, you know when he comes in the game, the game's over. He's been the Angels' setup man and closer yeah, for almost absolutely. the entire season. <laughs> and it would be great to see both. Be great to see somebody else step up to that setup role, and, and maybe Warren is that guy. Joe's talked about that being a possibility. Yeah, yeah he, he said he does so. The um, the thing is though, his mentality. He looks he looks like evil when he's pitching for a close. But, but when he's a uh, anyone to take a picture, Halo Nation guy, hey. Anthony, right there. He's right there. He's doing it right now, you guys. Uh, we're going live right now. <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> hey, 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 there are no rules here. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Halo. This no. is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's great to be here. It's great to be here. I'm, I, I'm loving every moment of it.
By the way, the restrooms are over there. No. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Angel's grandma! Hey, there she is. How you doing? Uh, so real quick, let's talk about the Angels lineup, and then we got a couple of fun questions for Trent. I know he's got a bounce after that. So Otani is leading off. Interesting choice, but I absolutely love it. Got to get him hot again, and he's been getting better. So of course he's DHing. Batting second, David Fletcher. Batting third, Jared Walsh. Batting fourth, Matt Stassi. Fifth, Jose Iglesias. Sixth, Brandon Marsh. Seventh, Joe Adele. Eighth, Adam Eaton. And nine, Jack Mayfield. Real quick, what do you think? So with Otani as a leadoff man, a couple of things. You want him driving in runs. He's not a table center. You want him driving in runs. Get dead. He's got to get pitched to. You can't walk the leadoff guy. And how many how many extra base hits does he have in the first inning since he's been in that leadoff spot? It's been like three straight games. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you, you got to have Otani. And, and like I, Fletcher, I know, is not a guy you can count on, I think, for protection. He's the Angels' next best hitter right now. So that's the next best chance to get Otani any kind of protection. So even though you want him to drive in runs, you got to at least give him a chance to swing the bat. So I, that makes all the sense in the world to me from Joe. There's a lot of speed in this lineup. Absolutely. Yeah. Brandon Mars, Joe Adele, that's a pretty deadly pairing there. Jose Iglesias, sir, you can't sleep on him. Do you think they should run more? Because that's something that we've been a little frustrated as fans. I know, I know it's like you got to call it down the middle. But like as fans, we've been like a little frustrated Joe has it in single. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and he's talked a lot about wanting to do that. I'm sure we're all waiting to see. It's got to be the right situation. There have been times this year, I mean, it's like, you know, darn if you do, darn if you don't. Yeah. There have been times where, you know, the Angels have run themselves out of some innings, and it's like, oh, what's he doing running so much? <laughs> There's the balance of that. It's about being smart, being aggressive. I'll tell you what I like today. I got to the ballpark today. You don't always see this in August. I saw the pitchers doing fielding practice on the mound in August, I mean, in August in the middle of the season, and then I, after that got done, the Angel batters, no batting practice on the field. They're hitting the cage, but on the field, all bunting drills. Wow. So, yeah, so you don't typically see that in the middle of a major league season. That's what that's what the Angels are working on today. That's 1985 baseball, there you go. if you yeah, ask yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, they've been playing a lot more in 1985 lately. I mean, there was that one play where Jose Iglesias, I think it was in Texas, hit it to shallow left, and yeah. Brandon Marsh and Joe Adele scored. Yeah, that's the that. kind of stuff we want to see. Yeah. That's, that, I think that's the injection of the young suits. That's you know? coming. And that's not just happening at the major league level. That kind of stuff, you can't just flip a switch and it happens overnight. It takes some time. That across the board throughout the organization, they're doing this at all levels. Nice. So I think we're going to see that paying dividends down the road. Okay. So uh, final uh, couple questions. So every single morning we do the uh, question of the day. That's posted on Halos Nation, uh, our page, Halos in the Infield. And uh, I, I took a couple of our biggest hits, and I want to ask them to you. You give okay. me your opinion. All right. All right. So, Garrett Anderson, Tim Salmon, two best two of the best angels of all time. So, if you can restart one of their careers today, and they would have the exact same career to help our current day angels, which would you pick? Can you imagine Garrett Anderson with the line instead of having to hit over the high wall? Yes. The way the, the way the wall is set up now, oh, yeah. that just, that'd be unbelievable. I mean, how many home runs would that guy hit? Same thing could be said about Tim Salmon too. Um, I love GA. I, yeah. He's one of my favorite people. But I get to hang with, with Tim Salmon every single night. <laughs> yeah. um, he's helped give me a, a PhD in baseball. So I'm going to say I, I want to see Fish play. That would be a, okay. Let's, let's restart the Fish career. We'll All right. So we're starting King Fish instead of yeah. Garrett Anderson. But we love both. I mean, really, you really can't I love go wrong. GA. I do. I love GA. This, yeah. Yeah. I love both of those questions because we've been asking a lot of Garrett Anderson, one. Tim Salmon questions. I'm sure a lot of people know. But it's because it causes controversy because so many people love How are you supposed both? to pick? Yeah. 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 People yeah. keep saying it's like picking a favorite kid. Yeah, you know, exactly. It, it makes it hard. Okay. Yeah. So, same basic question, but we're talking about the rotation now. Would you take Chuck Finley or Jared Weaver to hit the reset oh, button right now? Putting you on the spot, man. Oh, I know. It's a tough one. Because I'm a huge Weaver guy. Okay. But 
I'm gonna go Finn. Yeah. Ooh, okay, I, I think. I mean, there's a reason why he's got all the Angel records, the Angels winning pitcher. I thought Finn. I got the same. I, you're talking about. I was just gonna say, Finn's gonna pitch with some edge. He's gonna bring that. But that's what we did too. Yeah. Like it's yeah. almost yeah. it's almost impossible. I guess I wish I wish I could have seen more of Finley in my like. Like, I, I watched him as a kid, but I didn't really know the game like yeah, I do now. Yeah. So I think I'd have a greater appreciation seeing Finn when, when I got to watch Weave uh, covering this job. Okay. Finley's fork ball was amazing. I mean, oh. I've seen him several times strike out four in an inning. You know, so uh, he was something to watch. These are hard questions. I, no, yeah. no. <laughs> no, no we get a lot of responses. Here. Man, oh, man. All right. And then finally, should Jared Weaver's number be retired here in Anaheim? A lot of people, mixed reviews. Some people are like, you got to do a lot to get your number retired. Everyone said Angels Hall of Fame. So that's not the question. But should his number yeah. be re yeah. retired? I think 15 should be retired. I think 16 should yes. be retired. Okay. Yes. But like, hey, if you, if, like, this is why I don't have that job. If you think, I want to retire every yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think 17 should be retired. Like, it's, I, I mean, there's going to be, I mean, how many 27s can we have? I mean, I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, retired twice. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so... Sure, I'll say yes. Okay. Not? Yes, we won't. And part of that's because I didn't pick him before. So much love to Weave. I love that guy. He's yeah. one of my all-time favorite guys I've ever gotten to cover. His dad's pretty cool. He's like here almost every night. Is he? Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, that's going to do it out of us here at Halos in the infield. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Trent, thank you for coming out to thank the tailgate. Hey, yeah. Trent. This is awesome. So, hey, enjoy the game. I love your guys' work. I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for tuning in to us on AM830 as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, Thank you for thanks keeping guys. me uh, busy during a lot of those drives from the San Diego. There you go. There you go. All right. Perfect. We'll thanks for later. tuning in, everybody. Thank you, Grandma. I'm good. I'm all right. Thank you. That's a good one.